beautiful goddess welcome back to the hello goddess podcast i am your host mandy the de grace i am a reiki practitioner a wellness lover and a spiritual seeker i'm so 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 excited to be back with you guys and creating this solo cast episode so i've been thinking about this episode for a few days now and the topic that i want to talk about today is the higher self how does one connect to its higher self you might have heard the term before if you are uh, interested in spirituality and if not just sit back relax and enjoy this episode because i will be explaining the higher self from my own understanding so before i dive deep and explain what the higher self truly is I want to go back in time and I want to share a little bit about my story and how I discovered spirituality. So believe it or not, I've not always been this spiritual, um, except for when I was a child. I remember hanging out with my friends and pretending that we were witches and making potions and meditating and talking about past lives. And that was all fun and games uh, until I became a teenager and a young adult in the this world the society that we live in right now the paradigm is basically that there is no afterlife there is no higher power there is no reason why we're here it's, this is just a complete fluke like a um, evolutionary mistake and i subscribed to that belief for the longest time until it no longer worked for me so what happened is that after a while uh, over the years, I became more and more depressed. So I got in a dark, they call it the dark night of the soul in spiritual terms. And it was so dark and I, I didn't find, I couldn't find meaning in my existence, in my life. I kept asking myself, why am I here? Why am I here? And I knew intuitively that there was something wrong in the way that I was thinking. Because I could see that from the outside, I had everything going for me. And like other people but other people were able to handle life in a way that I was not able to and so I started to realize that maybe there's something wrong with my thinking I kept thinking to myself if I could only think like other people are thinking and enjoy life like what's wrong with me why am I so focused on the negative all the time and on top of it all I felt guilty for feeling this way about my life because I knew how lucky I was. I knew how blessed I was. I just wasn't able to fully appreciate it and it felt out of my control. It felt like something that I had no power over. And just a side note here for you guys, if you are feeling depressed, if you have a friend that is depressed, remember that Depression and mental illness does not discriminate. So it doesn't matter how happy you may look on the outside and how blessed you are on the outside. If you're not well with yourself, you will not find peace. So at this point in my life, I started to understand that it wasn't about every, anything outside of myself. Something was off inside of me. So evidently i had to fix it from the inside I, there's nothing i could do on the outside of myself not buy myself some new clothes not have a new boyfriend not have the coolest friends not have the coolest job the coolest hobbies that doesn't matter what i had from the outside it was not enough to fulfill me so i had to look within it really hit me at once i was like okay i can no longer live like this i need to look within and find out what's going on 
So I first started exploring meditation as a um, with a secular kind of approach. I did not believe in anything higher than myself. I just wanted to connect with myself on a deeper level. So I started meditating and I got hooked because what happened is that I started to notice a split. I started to notice a distance between myself and my thoughts. And in between that, in between the thoughts and in between myself and the thoughts, I could feel peace. And that peace that I felt in meditation was unlike any other feeling that I've ever had in my life. No matter what I had on the external, on the outside, that peace was unmatched. So basically what I was experiencing is mindfulness. I was becoming more mindful of my thoughts. I was becoming more aware of my thoughts. And what really hit me is that, okay, if I'm listening to my thoughts, if I'm seeing my thoughts, doesn't that mean that I'm not my thoughts? I am the person that is aware of the thoughts. So that click, that moment, I realized that I am not my thoughts. I am the observer of my thoughts. I'm the awareness. I'm the life behind the thoughts. And that means if I can observe my thoughts, I can also change them because I'm not identified to them. Because of this really intense experience that I was having spiritually, I wanted to better understand what was happening. So I randomly picked up a book. I can't remember how I even found it, but it's called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. So by reading this book, I got familiarized with some of the terms in spirituality. And for example, I learned about the term ego. And I know that ego is also used in psychology and it means something quite different. But in spirituality, the ego is our whole personality. And there's nothing wrong with the personality, but we must not identify with the personality because the personality is not who we are. It's simply something that we have developed to function in our environment. All the traits that we develop to be able to function and fit in. Eckhart Tolle also calls it the pain body because the ego is always, always, always addicted to pain. It's always looking for something to be afraid of because it's trying to protect you. It's like a, a, a watchdog in your mind. So once you start to meditate and practice meditation irregularly, you understand that this part of your mind is simply trying to protect you. We cannot hate the ego. We cannot hate that painful part of ourselves. We can only send love to it and say thank you. But I got it from here. So the ego is supposed to be a tool for us to function well in society. But if we're not the ego, then what are we? That is a very profound question. And uh, most of the spiritual teachers will say that we are simply pure awareness, pure love, pure light consciousness from my own experience yes that is true you can connect to that pure source of love and light but there's also a middle ground here there's also a conduit there is a middle ground between your ego and the universal consciousness a lot of people call this the soul or the higher self the higher self is the part of you that's connected to oneness, that's connected to pure love and wisdom. And literally every single person on this earth can connect to their higher selves. 
it may t- take some practice it may take meditation it may take reading a book like a new earth or another really good book for this is the untethered soul it explains it perfectly uh, it really clicked for me when i read that book as well but literally every single person has a soul has a higher self that is a conduit between the universal love or whatever you want to call it god universe love uh, there's a conduit in between the ego and that so that we can integrate higher um, emotions higher actions higher levels of being in this world i'm going to give you guys a very concrete example of this of this experience let's say you're having an argument with somebody and you're just fired up and they're talking to you and you're talking to them and you're about to say something mean to them and you know it's gonna hurt the higher self is the little voice behind your mind that is telling you wait don't say this breathe see this person with the eyes of love it's kind of like those little cartoons where you see an angel on a shoulder and a devil on the other shoulder the ego is the devil, the fearful thoughts, and the angel is pure love, is the loving thought. A quote that really, really helps me connect to my higher self when I feel myself slip into the ego mode is every single action in this world is either from love or a cry out for love. That makes sense because the way I see love is that it's the foundation of this universe. It's either there's love or the absence of love, which is fear. It's kind of like light. There's either light in a room, room or the absence of light, which is darkness. So as a spiritual person, whether or not you want to identify as a spiritual person, it doesn't matter. If you want to connect to your soul, to your higher self, to, true, uh, to your true self, you have to really, really become aware of the moments that the ego steps in. And again, the ego is lower emotions, fear, anger, envy, guilt, shame. If we're not able to integrate these emotions and understand the meaning behind them because emotions are information, what happens is that you will be led by fear instead of love. And that's why a practice of connecting to your higher self through meditation, prayer, journaling, walking in nature, whatever it is, to connect to your true self, to your heart, to your soul, as much as you can is crucial in this lifetime. The goal ultimately is to lower the volume of your ego, to heal the triggers, to heal the trauma that caused all of this fearful uh, energy in your mind and to, oh sorry, that's my bird, (laughs) and to raise the volume on your higher self, to raise the volume on your love, on your kindness, on your peace, on your compassion. The ego will never die. I A lot of people say that the ego can die, but I personally don't believe that's true. I think that we learn to live with it in a way that is empowering. So we lead, we lead from the heart and the ego just serves us as a part of our minds that can help us with information on making decisions that are safer for ourselves. So to answer the question of the title of this podcast episode, what is the higher self? The higher self is the conduit between the universe and your ego, the universe and your small self. It is the part of yourself that is connected to eternal love and wisdom. It is the little voice in the back of your mind that's telling you, be kinder, be softer, be open. It is the part of your intuition that will guide you in life in a way that is completely magical and miraculous. 
It is the part of you that is eternal, that is beyond time and space and knows everything and knows what to do in every single situation. During meditation or at any other time, if you can see your thoughts as just thoughts, they're just energy, let them pass through, put them on a cloud and visualize them floating away. That is not who I am. That is a thought that doesn't represent who I am in my soul. So I hope this was helpful and that it helped you understand a little bit better what I am talking about when I say the higher self, especially if you're not somebody that is familiar with those terms. Uh, it's basically just your soul, your heart, your true self, your true nature. So before I leave you beautiful goddesses, I just wanted to remind you that you are loved, you are amazing, you are beautiful, and don't believe the thoughts that you're thinking. They are not who you are. They're basically just fear embodied. And if you want to connect with your higher self, your, your soul, your heart, try meditation. Even if it's two minutes a day, it doesn't matter. Try to connect with yourself in silence. Or if you want something more practical, you can pick up A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle or An Untethered Soul by Michael Isinger and start to understand in a practical way what it means to connect with yourself. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I love you guys so, so much. Sending you all of the love, all of the light, and the Reiki energy. Bye!